Welcome back to the Flix Forum podcast with your hosts, Jesse Heater and MJ. This week, we are looking at Netflix's 35th film, the 2016 comedy Tramps. It's directed by Adam Leon and it stars Callum Turner and Grace Van Patten. Hello. Hey, mate. back in time again to a 2016 film. Yeah, we and have. And you did it. You listened to my feedback from last week. I did. I cut about down the... cutting of the cast. <laughs> this, is, this is relevant for you to only read two names. It was. I don't make the choices. I just look at what it says online. You can make the choice. <laughs> you can. You, you don't I, have to say all of them. No, you've watched this film. You have every right to decide who, <laughs> who the big ones are. Or not. I don't want to hurt people's feelings, so I don't want to cut people's names out. Ah, screw them. Well, you did this week, so well done. <laughs> I think that's a good... There's no one else to cut out of this one. Uh, so we always kick off this show with a fast flicks where we do a little summary of our thoughts on the film. So MJ kicks off today with uh, what you think about Tramps. You know, I had a lot of trouble writing a fast flicks for this film. So um, I'm going to preface it. This is this is not the best. Um, <laughs> no need to apologise. That's okay. Both caught up in the wrong crowd. Danny and Ellie cross paths during a straightforward crime deal. When Danny stuffs up. He's thrust together with Ellie to fix the problem and the pair go on a journey of self-discovery as they open each other's eyes to the world around them. Nice. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah I know. That's no, good. Yeah, okay, thank you. That's well done. All right. I struggled with it, though. I struggled too, and I've changed from what I usually change. It's a little bit different. So, so no question? No, no question. <laughs> so while the setup will have you think that this film is about a dodgy switch of briefcases... This is really about the development of relationships, especially between two young lost souls. Yeah. It yeah. is difficult, isn't it? Because yeah. mm-hmm. I agree. I didn't want to just talk yeah. about yeah. this happens and yeah. this happens because that's not important. Yeah. No. The, the plot literally has nothing to do with this film. Yeah. Peter. For their own different reasons, a young man and woman attempt to carry out a shady deal. The exchange goes haywire and these two strangers must now work together to get the deal back on track whilst being drawn closer to each other in the process. Yeah, not bad. We've all done the same sort of thing. I think we we all watched the same movie, guys. It's good because, yeah, I didn't see any other film called Tramps. (laughs) There is a comment I will make about the plot, though, later on that I I had a bit of an issue with. Ooh, good. I like issues. Go get some tissues. (laughs) That was horrible. (laughs) All right, so... Wow. (laughs) Let's have a look at... uh, Anything that we've learned about this film, we always like to see if we can find this one. This one was tricky. This one did not have a lot of uh, information online about this film. Not at all. So, did you find anything in the end? Well, so it first screened in September 2016 at the Toronto International Film Festival, where yep. I feel like a lot of our films came from a few months back. So I think Netflix, yeah, Netflix cleaned up at TIFF. Like, mm. yeah. I love how you say our films now, like we own. Oh, they're our we films. We, we, have, have, we have this ownership. We're they basically do, Netflix They do here. feel like ours, don't yeah. they? So it was acquired by Netflix, yeah, in, in what, September 2016, released in April 2017. And in between there, it played a couple of other festivals too. So I played the Rio International Film Festival in October 2016 and then the Tokyo Film Festival in October 2016 too. Mm, nice. So when did they require, acquire the rights, sorry? September, I believe, 2016. So before one of those. Yeah. It debuted at TIFF on the 10th of September, so it must have oh, been. Okay. I, th- I think they acquired it around, around then, yeah. Then, yeah. <clears throat> I think they got it, it was estimated about $2 million mm. they bought it for. Good good price. Mm. Uh well, I saw the estimated budget was around $2 million, so just covering, just covering, the, covering the cost. There we go. <laughs> he broke even. <laughs> so the director, uh, what's his name, Adam Leon. Yeah, Adam Leon. Yeah, he was on this trip to Peru with his brother, and they were sitting down having lunch, and then he had this idea that just came to him about two brothers where the older brother convinces a younger brother to fill in for him because he's in jail, and that was how he came up with the story. <laughs> I found that weird. Like, 
Because I, I read that also and I was just like, that's like not the kind of thing that you would even mention in an interview because it's just boring. <laughs> boring. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to come up with the idea. Well, we're in Peru. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Like, yeah. And I thought about it. I was like, oh, okay. So you could have thought about that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so he, writer, director, Adam Leon, uh, also writer and director of Give Me the Loot in 2012, which is a 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb, so pretty respectable. Hmm. He and that was also filmed in and around New York City too. Yeah, that's right. Because I, I did see everyone's like, are you sort of like tied to New York City? He's like, no, yeah. it's just kind of happened that way. It's got a link to the Mets baseball. <laughs> but the, he, screw the Mets. He was a winner at the <laughs> at Film Independent Spirits Awards as the Someone to Watch Award. He was a winner at the Sophia International Film Festival for Best Director for Give Me the Loot, hmm. and he was winner at South by Southwest Film Festival Grand Jury Prize for Best Narrative Feature Give Me the Loot. So. Bloke's got some creds, considering he's uh, still pretty fresh on the scene for the feature film. Hmm. And uh, he's, he said there are a few challenges making this film too, and and he said it comes from shooting in the real world. So, you know, they didn't close down train stations. Yeah. They, just, they just shot, and, you know, the sound issues, people looking at the camera, like, going, what's going on sort of thing. So he said, like, they're, especially at the New Jersey and Metro North stations, um, they ended up, like, hiding in the toilets and the bathrooms, like, just so they could come out with their cameras yeah. and record so people weren't watching them set up um, scenes or anything. Real indie. Yeah, and you could really tell, like, throughout this film, it felt like a gorilla, like, a lot of gorilla yeah. footage. Like, it was just yeah. like they were recording. And I liked that feel about that, too. So, it? that scene where Danny finds out that he's got the wrong suit, like, he's dropped the suitcase to the wrong person, he gets off the train, he bumps into Ellie on the train yeah. station. So, apparently... When they kind of run back out onto the street and, like, Danny is losing his mind a little bit, um, someone called the cops to say that this guy's harassing this woman, <laughs> woman on the street. <laughs> People were trying to intervene, saying, are you okay, are you okay, um, as he's, like, yelling at her. Um, That's and it fantastic. ended up taking 40 takes for that scene. Because people kept interrupting, <laughs> and and that's what the camera so far. Yeah, away, that's that thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really high yeah. up, isn't it? It was, it was real. So that, that, Jeez, that's, fantastic. that's fantastic. Because <laughs> I mean, if you saw a camera with it, you'd probably be like, oh, "I'll stay out of the way." Yeah, because they were doing that super long shot. Well, yeah. Good on the people for, for stepping yeah, in, thinking this girl's being harassed. Like, yeah, that's losing his that's mind. Some good public there. Like, you know? I, I really liked like that 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 camera technique too. Like, where you're away, it's like you're eavesdropping on the conversation because you yeah, see everything else that's happening around. It's really good, and it's funny to know in hindsight that they're not extras. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that you rock up to Sims like, oh wow, I'm in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I saw that girl. Yeah. <laughs> so Adam Adam Leon said he recognised very early on that he needed two movie stars to make this movie, and if they couldn't find them, then they wouldn't make it. Um, that's how highly he thinks of Callum Turner and Grace Van Patten when wow. they cast them. And he's he's big on like Grace Van Patten. He's like, it's a matter of time. Like she's a star. Mm. Which is, yeah, obviously you've got a director backing in his cast, but mm, that's um, interesting. You know, we talked about this film only really having two two main actors in it, and they yeah. do they do carry the plot pretty well from from start to finish. Mm. Interesting. So, consensus, critical consensus. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Why? Rotten. To- I mean, we talk about Rotten Tomatoes yeah. and what we think of that, but ninety five percent is it really from twenty two reviews. That's critics, yeah. Okay. Critics, yeah. So the audience score was a lot worse. That was only 69% from almost 600 yeah. ratings. 6.5 on IMDb? Yeah, from three and a half. And then a 3.2 on Letterboxd from 2200. So same sort of score. So, yeah, kind of sitting around kind of about 6 out of 10-ish. These, except for the, critic, the critics, critics, the critics audience were all it. on the same page and the critics were a bit higher. <laughs> critics absolutely loved it. That's still 6.5 out of 10. 6.5 out of 10. It's a good, good score. That's, that's, that's a very good score. 
Hmm. And realistically, to get a, a positive rating on Rotten Tomatoes, you only need 59% or above or something. So yeah. they could have all put it at 60% and it still would have been 95%. That's, that's, that's a fair point, yeah. They might have thought it was all 60%. <laughs> yes. That's what's wrong with that rating system. <laughs> so let's be fair, this is like a 65% kind of film, judging Ooh. from everyone's reactions. Oh, yeah, well, tell us, your, what are your thoughts then? What are your early thoughts? Well, did you, the first thing I noticed is when I was on Netflix that I had a 98% match Ooh, with really? this film. Really? It's from yeah. all the rom-coms that you watch. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. like, so many of the, the Netflix original films that we watch, you know, because they're quite broad and a lot of them are completely not what I would have watched, I get quite low scores. Because I, I had a theory initially that Netflix puts these numbers really high because I just want you to watch it. Mm-hmm. So I keep seeing these numbers quite high. But then I've seen a few low ones recently. But then I saw this, 98%. Um, I'll be honest, I wanted to like it more than I did. Okay. Um, the crime side of it and that whole plot, that was there that didn't need to be there but they still put it there didn't really work for me um whether it be like the crime bosses trying to meet each other at the end like or just the stakes they tried to create i never like i never cared for that side of it which is fine i don't think you're really supposed to to, um but i think there was just too much emphasis on a plot that didn't need to be like and and Mm. one of my favorite films is is you know before sunrise before sunset before midnight this was like a really poor poor man's before sunrise and I read a review on Letterboxd saying like finally this is before sunrise with a plot I'm like no 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 what makes before sunrise so good is it doesn't have a plot and he doesn't okay. need a plot yeah um, so I, I didn't mind it I just thought it tried a little bit too hard and missed it mi- missed a few little areas um, I also didn't like the IMDB plot and one of the posters on it it felt like really mainstream for what the movie was actually trying to say hmm. I think the IMDB plot is something like you know two people fall in love in New York yeah, or something like that which I didn't think really nah. was, was it's not what on, it's on about, thing with the movie yeah so um, but yeah. you know they get that wrong quite a bit so. I, have a, I have a question for you after you say for example we watch a film and you, for this podcast <laughs> even on Netflix and you give it a three out of five or whatever after you've watched it do you stay on Netflix and do the thumbs up thumbs down no, I don't. Because that can impact on your percentage too. So, so, so for example, yeah, I always uh, if so I don't like the film, I always give it a thumbs down because then so it's it not knows a, it knows not I'm to give you films like I'm that. still I'm still watching on an old TV where I've still got the, the star stars system, yeah. so I still rate it. So I still rate the stars on Netflix of that movie. And when this movie came up for me, I think this was about a one star movie for me. So I think it was telling me that I wasn't going to like this movie. Mm-hmm. So it gives you like a star match. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got correct, upstairs. Yeah. I got stars on Netflix, and downstairs I've got the thumbs up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, so the movie will come up and we'll already have pre-filled out stars on, on if they think I'm going to like this movie based on other movies I've watched and how I've rated other movies. Well, that is my next project. Mm. Yeah. Because that'll start changing your percentages too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not that I, I don't read into the percentages. Yeah. Really oh, cool. no, but, but what they do is they if you don't do the thumbs up, thumbs down, they just go based on your viewing history. Yeah, so yeah if, of course. So if, every, if, every, every Netflix seen, film we've yeah. watched, yeah, they're exactly. going to say, oh, you've watched it. He, he loves Netflix originals, yeah. this guy. So he just loves he, Netflix Whenever we pump out, this guy wants <laughs> yeah. to watch it. Yeah. He's seen like 35 of them. Uh, so, did you like it? Well, the, op- the opening reminded me of the fundamentals of caring straight away. There's literally this Danny guy's in the kitchen, and there's all these quick little shots of these innate objects and him making this dish, and it gave me these memories of this. And I think that um, oh, no. the guy's gambling. Oh, no, you, you got th- a bit too high. Nah, I think that this that that uh, connection straight away made this film a, a fun breeze for me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. interesting. Breeze is what I've said. Yeah, <laughs> I thought hard on that word. Hit up. That's fair. I, like I, I actually like this movie. It's a breezy. Kind I of um, there was kind of this. I 
I, I wanted to be more invested in kind of the shady deal scene because that was definitely kind of more my area. So <laughs> I really wanted to be more involved in that. So th- there was a couple of kind of big things wrong in my opinion with the movie that I didn't really like. But overall, I, I, I found this movie quite enjoyable. I really liked it. I um, I actually watched this movie with my wife. Um, she tries to watch a few of me here and then. And so we're watching this movie. We didn't actually speak for the whole movie. The movie finished, the credits are rolling, and I'm, I, was, I was sitting there going, pretty good i'm okay hey what'd you think of it and she was just it was shit oh. <laughs> I, I, was sitting, I was sitting there like really and she she was amazed that i liked it i was amazed that she didn't like I must it admit, i'm amazed that you yeah. like so, it so i was expecting you that's it you know what the fundamentals are so i was really excited to come here to be like am i weird for liking this movie did you guys like it because i watched it with my wife she hated it so i'm like no i mean yeah it wasn't amazing that there were a few kind of big things that you know didn't like about it, but overall, I enjoyed this. Good, film. I'm glad. I enjoyed maybe, this film. Maybe since we've been doing this podcast, your your appetite or something about your film expanded. I've expanded. Grown, what, yeah, watched a lot of different movies that I wouldn't yeah. would never normally watch. Maybe but. you can watch the first twenty minutes of Fundamentals of Caring again, and in your, in your new eyes, <laughs> this is never going to get Peter's story arc. Like, <laughs> this is great character development. Yeah, we'll see. Well, I'm going to jump to one of like. We usually do questions at the end, but I want to jump to a question yeah, now because I've got it. this written in my notes. Heath, is this a heist film? No. Well, that's you know what I was trying to. I was trying to think of a word for like crime or something when I was when I was putting it together my notes, and I almost said like this heist that they were doing. It was, it was a deal. But then I, I was so against doing heist that I knew yeah. Hater would be yeah, like, it's not a bloody heist film. They didn't, they didn't, didn't, didn't rob anyone. I knew the answer was going to be no, but about four reviews that I said spoke about it. Oh, really? I, I, oh. I almost went for the heist word as well. Oh, yeah. I agree. It's I'm going to go yell at people online then and be like, here's some heist movies to go well, and they, watch. They, they obviously stole it from someone at the start. Yeah. Get on Reddit. You can yell at people there. This is not a heist film. Need this coin heist. Oh, God. Sorry. Uh, what else can we talk about? Some characters? We want to talk about some characters? Well, one of the reasons I think I did like this movie so much was for Ellie, Grace Van Patten. I thought she was awesome. You and the director? Mm, the, oh, yeah. I think she, she was a great actress. I had never seen her before. Um, kind of um, looked on stuff, but yeah, I'd never seen anything before. I, I thought she was a great actress and I really enjoyed her character. I thought she was really good. She's very pretty. I think the mm, more and more she I was, watched her. Yeah, she was. Um, she was actually my IMDb. Because she was mine too. Because she's in Maniac, which um, Elijah, not Elijah Wood, uh, Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. Jonah Hill, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, TV. Which you liked yeah. that one, didn't you? Yeah, it was good, and mm. she was in that, and I liked her in that as well, which was okay. the first time I yeah. had seen her. Um, oh yeah, I thought she was really good. I also, um, I thought the character for 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 a film that is so based on. The character connections and building these just two mm. characters. That's all, that's all we really. That's all we really mm. get to know. I felt like we've seen this character too many times before. Yeah, you know, she's looking for an out. She doesn't trust yeah. anyone. She doesn't want anyone to get too close to her. But slowly or surely, the one nice, genuine guy who pops up into her life breaks her down. Are you talking about um, Selena Gomez in Fundamentals of Caring? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I can see all that as well. That's <laughs> dead serious. Yeah, that no, very much true. like it. It is true, but like it just yeah. I think a, a film that was so focused on these two characters. This character I, I've seen before. Like. Mm. It, yeah. Yeah, she was fine, and, and yeah, I believed her and all that sort of stuff, but it was not nothing groundbreaking. I thought, I thought it was, like, hard not to like both of them. Yeah, I agree. Like, I like them both. You know, each had their own quirks, and, you know, they were the positive light in this world that was surrounded by lesser people, like, you know, Darren's and your Scots and, and those others that, yeah, weren't very nice. Mm. His, his brother, Darren, he was a dick. <laughs> Just... 
What? Well, I don't know. What a bad person. <laughs> don't swear anymore. But <laughs> I'd like to know the true story as to why he was in jail because I did not believe that he was in there for yeah. smashing oh, windows. Yeah. Or no, it was, it was definitely. <laughs> but he got out the next day, day so yeah. it, couldn't, it couldn't have been that bad. Mm. Yeah, I thought that was quite funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Danny was he was sweet and caring and completely caught up in the wrong yeah. world somehow. Um, he actually did have probably kind of nice character development, but you only really recognise that in the final scene, I reckon. Yeah. He spends the whole film doing what people tell him to do. Yeah. Um, and even Ellie, when, when we first meet Ellie, she's a little bit of a follower, but as soon as she meets him, she just kicks into gear and, and yeah. just, I, I wrote the words, she alphas his ass. Like, yeah, she does. Straight Absolutely away, does. she's just like, oh, hmm. I've, yeah, I've got you covered, mate. Yeah. She knows um, that she's got kind of the, the street knowledge over him. And yeah. She knows that, I guess, if he weeds, it's going to fall apart even more. So, But it's kind of cute that it's, it's at the very end where he's like, you know what? I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so that was that was nice. This, this yeah. was a nice film. Yeah. Yeah, nice yeah, characters, nice. Good. And it's a terrible yeah. word to use when you're critiquing something, but that's kind of where it fits. You made mention before about how the you know the director wanted these two stars, and I liked that. I thought it was cast well because I thought... I wasn't very familiar with either of them yep. very much so. And I thought it worked really well in that case. Cause I feel like if there were two people that <clears throat> I had have known, I probably wouldn't have been into it as much. Cause I would have been comparing them to previous roles. I've been in. Yeah. You focus more on their yeah, performance. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. But I did like, I did think that that Grace Van Patten, she reminded me a lot of Cheyenne Woodley. Just, just the, the way she acts and the mannerisms. I don't and like that. Cheyenne Woodley. You don't like her? Nah. Yeah. But anyway, it does. Yeah. I don't know. Just, it, she yeah. just reminded me that whole film. I was like, you, yeah, very much. Yeah. Hmm. Any anything else you want to talk about the cast, the characters, or we look at some scenes? I'm happy to go to scenes. Yeah, I'm exhausted yeah. with. Uh, no, sorry, not exhausted. Oh, I, wow. have, I have exhausted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have exhausted my comments on the characters. Different the meaning of the word. All right, I'm not so, exhausted. I'm very much enjoying this conversation. Good. Good. Yeah. MJ, give it seeing as you're not exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fresh. Give us some of your standout scenes. So the scenes that I liked. Um, again, this uh, <clears throat> probably less of a film where you're gonna, you know really pick out like scenes because it all kind of uh, flowed into one quite nicely yes, absolutely. quite a breezy watch I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no it's a good use of the word I can understand why you thought about it and came yeah. to that conclusion and you want to stick with it um, I, I, I smiled for the first time when I realised that he took the wrong purse um, <laughs> just because it's the first time I kind of got interested in him or in anything else because I, I didn't quite care for this I won't call it heist but I didn't quite care for this job that they were doing but when he did the wrong thing, I was like, oh, this guy is, this guy's going to struggle dealing with this. And, <laughs> and I like that. Um, and then probably that scene after that where they were walking around, catching the train to sort of the suburbs of New York and, and going to those nice houses. That was, that was what the film's about, right? That's when you first meet them and you realize, well, you don't realize, but you, you notice that a lot of this film's going to be their characters connecting. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I, I enjoyed that when I thought it was going to be kind of a one-off. Um, I felt the dialogue was trying a little bit too hard um, that I, I would have liked to see that been a bit more, I don't know, philosophical or yeah. um, anything like that. It didn't quite hit me, but I, I, I like that scene. I generally like those kind of scenes in, in films. Um, so th- that was that was quite good. And they, they did that a lot, but I think that was what was missing for me is that that just all just didn't quite pack the punch I was hoping it, it to okay. in, those, in all those scenes because I do like that kind of stuff generally in films. Hmm. Um, and the only other, only other scene that I've got is uh, Rebecca Vargas touches his penis in the 10th grade for the, <laughs> for the special prize. <laughs> special prize. I like the fact that the, the dialogue just kind of went nowhere. Like yeah. there was all of a sudden they're talking about this crazy story that it's, it's funny and it's fun and probably somewhat relatable for a lot of people. Everyone's got that kind of, you know, 10th grade story. 
And I just like the fact that he named her like <laughs> like full yeah. Rebecca yeah. Vargas. <laughs> I touched his penis. That was the, that was the one part about it that I yeah. I, I didn't. Like. I can understand why you yeah. didn't. I, I didn't. I, I didn't like that conversation. I didn't like her conversation about her first sort of sexual encounter too. Like I just thought that with the flow of these, with the way these characters were going, like you know, made that big <laughs> deal about you know oh, do you think I'm a whore sort of thing if I'd slept with 100 people, blah, blah, blah. And then he has his story. And I get that it was highlighting the difference. It was highlighting the difference between the two, I think. Like, she's, they've both had bad lives, yeah. but maybe her bad life, has, she's had to grow up a lot more than yeah, his, where so his is just like, yeah. oh, you touched yeah. me, whereas, yeah. 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 So did you like her then coming back at the end and, and telling his mum her name? Yeah, the Rebecca Vargas. Vargas. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, we went cool. to school together. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, good one. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Good touch. Um, yeah, go ahead. Um, so just, to, I guess, to expand from your first one, the train station scene, I like that whole kind of, the whole exchange, but where Danny first gets there and he's just so awkward. He should not be making this, this drop. He's kind of smiles at the girl. He's just kind of, he's got no idea what to do. <laughs> it does it shockingly because if you were just staring at someone on a train station, they would just look at you and kind of nod. Yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Girl yeah. Does. So I, I like the whole thing where he's just got, he's really just got no clue. He shouldn't be there. So he picks up the bag and yeah, kind of his reaction when he, when he sees the girl, that's sitting there and realizes oh that was the drop so yeah i like that whole kind of train station scene um has said there was a kind of any scenes in this i thought the music was really good throughout the movie i really enjoyed a lot yeah, of the music, music. Was pretty good. um and i also liked when they so when <clears throat> danny exchanges at the end the briefcase with the lady and it's kind of cut up as he's talking on the phone to the guys just how excited and amazed that danny was that this <laughs> deal was just it. so simple to do he was just like yeah we just went up to her and exchanged yeah. the bag i like that whole thing just i guess it shows yeah, us how naive he was to kind of this oh, supposed to be a, a shady world and how you know he, he was just amazed at, at, that, that he could get this done so easily i, I really enjoyed that part of it hmm. i that's it for me i have a couple of things uh i really liked I enjoyed the opening with Danny cooking and, it, you know, he was setting up those three meals and the three plates and just sort of uh, gave you that expectation of that anticipation. I was like, oh, who's this going to be for? And then, like, you work out it's his crappy brother who never does anything for the family. And I just liked that setup as well as that setup for him with that's what he likes to do. He loves to cook. Cooking. It looked thing. impressive too. Mm. I don't know much about good cooking, but it looked like <laughs> he knew what he was doing. It looked like some good food. Yeah. Mm. They sold that well. And then, like, the first time we got to meet Ellie and she's in the bar with Scott and he's telling her, you know, this is the job that you've got to do. And the camera just kept cutting between her face, he's talking, and she's just staring at these three girls that are just sitting there as friends, having mm. a good time. And it's just, like, highlighting that, what she's missing out on, what should be, you know, this nice part of growing up. He's, like, mm. hanging out with your mates, just having a good time. And she's, you know, going in and out of this conversation with this guy who's, like, you know, not the nicest sort of guy. Yeah, yeah that was good. Yeah, I liked that. Uh, mm. and I really like, you know, whenever she, most of the times when she's on the train by herself, she's reading a book and it just sort of shows. when she's with him, she's reading a book. Exactly. She's reading a book and it was, you know, it followed up nicely. When they break into the house and Danny's sitting on this computer trying to look it up, she's not even worried about that because she's just looking at these bookshelves in that room. She's just walking around wandering, looking at and just looking at all these books and just mm. sort of showed that innocence of her as a character. And I, re I really enjoyed that, uh, that sort of, you know, they didn't leave leave things and then not follow through with them. Yeah, it's yeah. a real it's a real inner innocence for her though. And cause... and you know the same sort of thing where you know at the start she's always jumping the train stations because she doesn't have a ticket. And then even mm. though they they rob the house and steal some money, she goes and buys a ticket. Yeah. The first thing like I was mm. like yeah okay, I just liked it that you know yeah that that happened. Uh, I liked the awkward silences between Danny and her, like wherever they were, wherever they were traveling that music kicked in that you talked about that you mm. liked and it just played out for them to develop their relationship. They didn't need dialogue because they were traveling together. They were moving, which was good. 
uh, I like Danny's constant worries. It just felt normal. Like he yeah. worried about everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. Like people recognizing him, swapping the wrong bag, being abandoned by Ali, opening someone's mail in the letterbox, the alarm going off when they sleep in the pool shed. It's just like, and he's not afraid to say it. Like he's not this sort of yeah, this brand new girl yeah. that he's just met, and he's he happy to edge. say it out loud. Mm. Yeah, I, I thought that was really nice, nice for a character. Um, what about the lizard? What did you think about the lizard? Ricky the lizard. Ricky the lizard. Oh, Ricky the lizard. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone has a Ricky in their life. Yeah, so Ricky yeah. for her is yeah is um the boyfriend in Phil- uh not Philadelphia yeah. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh yeah. the the boyfriend in Pittsburgh and um yeah I thought it was a nice little analogy and it, it sort of leads to this scene where they're looking at this this lizard in the tank and she's just watching him and it's sort of like you see this realization on her face that she's starting to understand him a little bit and mm-hmm. I just liked that that was for me was that turning point for their sort of relationship. Sorry, I've got a couple more. No, go, man. Go. Uh, I liked the nice, quick movement um, from it being about what they needed to do, like which was the drop to about them as characters. I thought that that was done really quickly and really well. Like that that drop thing was over and done with quickly, and then it was just about them, really. Yeah. Apart from a couple little check ins with characters, it was about them. Yeah, it was. Mm. Hmm. I like the awkward scene where he's trying to cuddle her or wants to cuddle her to keep her warm. <laughs> Body warm. Yeah, I thought that was nicely done. Uh, I liked that we didn't learn Ellie's name until about halfway through the film. You mm, didn't know her yeah. name until about halfway through the film, and they make yeah. a big play on that because on the train track he's asking her about yeah, her name. Yeah, and she, Scott never refers to her by her name. Yeah. And we don't learn it until I think Scott picks up the voicemail from her and says, "Oh, Ali's tried to call me." I'm like, "Bang, we know her name now." Yeah, I liked that. I thought it was a nice little because she was no longer this character that you didn't know much about because now her and um, Danny were were closer. Yeah, I liked that. Uh, the little like you know shaved his mustache for her. I thought that was cute. I didn't even bloody notice his moustache. Like, <laughs> he, he didn't shave the moustache. He, he shaved everyone else around it to try and highlight that yeah. little wispy moustache even more. I'm like, I'm watching him grab the shaving cream. Like, what do you have to shave off? <laughs> <laughs> so I like that he did those little things for her, but I also like that he wasn't completely honest with her. Like, he, he was happy to give these little lies. Like, he told her, you know, I work in an Italian restaurant. Well, surprisingly, yeah. you know, he worked in a burger joint. Yeah, he did. And, yeah. you know, when he answers... Showing himself up a bit. Yeah, and answers the phone and it's his brother and he's like, oh, it's my boss. Yeah. I just like that, you know, even yeah. though he's got this this relationship with her, he's happy to drop these little, mm. little lies. And he ditched her. He did ditch her in the end, yeah. Um, and the last five minutes of the film, like, there are all these nice shots of just people walking the streets, people getting on the train... Um, and you see Danny smile like and he's just walking down the street with these people it's like he's finally feeling normal he's finally fitting in because he's found this person that he gets along with and connects with I do like the idea of life happening around you and a really big poignant important moment of your life is happening mm. and no one else knows or cares mm. I, I like that it's, it's always a really nice thought and um, did it well at the end that final scene at the train station where what did you think about the kiss um, I liked it Liked it? Yeah. yeah. I was good. It, yeah. I wouldn't have cared if it was a proper big romantic kiss Finish either. It. They kind of earned mm. it. Like, yeah. I, I kind of liked it that it wasn't just this, we live happily ever after. It was sort of like gives you, you want to see a bit more of these yeah. characters and yeah. be like, okay, what's their next adventure? Where, where are they going to go to? Yeah. I still felt like she was settling with him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> She was. She was, like, oh, she was definitely. Right. She was definitely. <laughs> and I liked at the end of the credits, so the songs were played and then the last couple of minutes of the credits was just the sounds of that train station over the credits, mm. just of that final scene. Yeah, a nice finish. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't stick with the credits that long. <laughs> yeah. Did you dislike any scenes, Jesse? Well, I didn't like the, the sexual things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I didn't like the scene with Ali with the, the briefcase where she delivers it to the lady. 
that to me was a little bit off-putting. So, you know, she finally goes to that house and sits down with the lady in her room and, you know, the, the woman makes these comments about, you know, men make things more intricate because they think it's more impressive and says to Ali, you know, you should never marry a man that doesn't love his mother. And mm. as an audience, we know that Danny will do whatever his mother says, but as an audience, we never saw the two of them talk about that at all. And I didn't like that impliedness about it when everything else was so... Um, evident, I guess. Mm, okay. That yeah. was that was the only thing that sort of yeah put me off a little bit because I was like, if they'd had a quick little conversation, like obviously we knew that he tried to talk to her about her family, she didn't want a bar of it, didn't talk about it, so mm. he didn't open up about his family, and then it's just assumed that she knows, and I don't know, I just didn't like. Yeah, that. true. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's a good mm. point. I didn't like it at the start when the mum just told him to help out his brother on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a bit... I mean, I get, yeah. I, they kind of quickly set it up as the fact that these guys are kind of like bookies almost. Mm. Uh, they get people coming in and, and putting bets on and whatnot. So crime kind of felt like it was part of his family, family yeah. and the way they did things. But just the way she was just like, huh? Oh, no. Help out your brother. You, you do this dirty deed. And I was like, oh... <laughs> Okay, like just, I guess like it hadn't been set up well enough for me to think that was going to be normal. Yep. Yeah. That mm. was, yeah, that was a bit. Okay, well, that was yeah, like. Yeah. So I had two kind of big ones that didn't work for me. And they're both involving <laughs> the briefcase and the briefcase kind of deal because I guess from the start, I was in on that briefcase deal and I, I, I wanted this. Um, because you like heists, yeah. Because I like, I like heists. <laughs> and this was a good heist. <laughs> so I guess originally, I'm not sure what you guys thought, I thought he was doing a drug deal. I, I thought one briefcase drugs, one briefcase, one briefcase money, and they're swapping them. And it just became uh, a bit obvious far too quickly that there were just no stakes involved um, for me because I guess like um, when Ali first calls and it's like, oh, hey, some, something's stuffed up, but we're going to fix it and we'll get it to you later today. And the guys are just kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fine. It's kind of like, well, hang on. If uh, this isn't a drug deal then because these mobsters would be, I'll I'll just call them mobsters, would be like, oh, you know, putting all this pressure on them and stuff. And then suddenly it's, uh, now we'll get it to you like in in the morning. And and again, it's just kind of like, oh yeah, that's okay. So it's kind of like, all right, there's just absolutely no stakes to do with this briefcase deal. We've kind of gone past this point of the plot that uh, what was it even there for in the first place? So I I guess that was okay because you then focused more on the relationship between Ali and Danny. But I guess I got really in on that briefcase deal at the start. So it was a bit flattening for me to be like, okay, well, this is just kind of going nowhere in the end. So when they revealed... Like, I didn't think they were ever going to reveal actually what was in the briefcase. Yeah. Was that a letdown that they actually did reveal? I didn't even care. I, 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 I didn't care because I was past the point of caring what was in there because I was just like, it's not it's not that important. These guys aren't putting pressure on them. You know, I thought, you know, there'd be movies where the guys would be, beep, would be beating up the brother because, you know, he, he stuffed it up, you know. The, there was no urgency to them. Well, they, they obviously went, yeah. Briefcase to them. So yeah. I was just like, it, it, it's not going to be that important. So I, I agree. Like, there, there were absolutely no stakes. Mm. Um, and they you never actually felt like, a, they weren't going to be successful, or B, mm. they were going to get in trouble for not being yeah. successful. But that was okay because I, I, I was aware that the film wasn't about the plot yeah. um, and it was about the relationship. But we, then it got me thinking, and why are we putting this much effort into the plot? Yeah, That's, exactly. So the yeah. plot kind of got in the way for me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I, I completely um, agree with that. That's, yeah. That was my beef on the plot. Like, yeah. The plot was fine. It was, yeah. and I knew that it wasn't you know, yeah. the be all and end all for the film, mm. but then it was probably too much that it, that it needed to be. Yeah, and I, I guess in your sense, when you get into the plot, you, you're probably yeah. left a bit dissatisfied. I, yeah, absolutely. I like it. And I paused it and went back when she opened the briefcase to try and work out what it was. Because she made this big deal about your lawyer said you're never going to get it. Art piece, wasn't yeah. it? Art piece. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, art piece. So and it's just showing the difference between yeah. the rich side of yeah. town and, and, yeah. and, and then, the kids that we've spent the last yeah. year and a half with. Yeah. And then so the big one as well for me 
they ended up with the wrong briefcase. Yeah, but they gave her the briefcase that they started with. There was never an exchange. But there didn't need to be because the other girl that they were going to give the briefcase was just going to give it to her. Yeah, so they were just pa- they were just passing on that briefcase. So it didn't matter in the end because they end, the girl that they were doing the deal with still had the cash and yeah, they got the so cash. That, that was, yeah, so okay, yeah. But uh, just, the whole, <laughs> yeah, just the whole thing for me was, was just exchange. Yeah. And, yeah. and he gets the briefcase back and they never do an exchange. And so it's the briefcase that he started with gives yeah. to her. I'm like, well, why did, why did in the first five minutes just go and give the why briefcase? Yeah. Just to do that briefcase yeah, just, there in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Just because they never actually did the exchange. I was like, you've given her the briefcase yeah. that you Probably. started with. This whole like, thing. Probably because that woman couldn't be seen giving cash when she's yeah. being investigated or something. Yeah, I was just like, oh, that is. So the lady that was left on the train station, though. Does she not get her cut in it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, what or happened was there? She just friends, was she just friends with oh, the, the lady? And who the, knows in the end? But yeah, I, as they were kind of walking up to give it, I'm like, no, hang on. This is the briefcase you started with. There was no exchange. <laughs> so yeah, that, that, that part I didn't like. Yeah, I, I kind of mm. thought of that as well. But I, mm. yeah. That, that's it for me though. All right, no, so there was all my dislikes around have, the briefcase. Have a look at what the, the themes or the ideas behind it are. Yeah, you go, Jesse. I think you kind of enjoyed this you're the things man more than us yeah probably um i liked this whole movement through space that leads to change so they didn't go to space mate haha <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like as bad as my joke at the start <laughs> um like so their movement through buses through train through trains through running through walking riding bikes it was continuous this whole film and you know them continually moving is them continually moving towards this change or towards this end where they're going to be different people or try something new. Um, and I liked that. I thought, yeah, I, I, I like what you're saying. Mm, there. Yeah. Uh, tramps like the title again. I, I need to look at the title because a tramp is someone who travels on foot from place to place in search of something better. Oh, so, there you go. so there you go. So it's pretty good. I read lots of, I read lots of stuff online saying, Oh, what a horrible title. What's the title got to do anything? I'm like, mm, a pretty good title. People probably associate it with like yeah. a slut. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought we were going to be watching. That's what I thought when I first saw the movie called oh, yeah. Tramps. I was like, oh, this is an interesting one. I was like, Lady in the Tramps straight away. And I was like, oh, Lady in the Tramps about a nice dog and a bad dog. Like uh, a poor dog. Boy with your little Disney. Yeah, I know. Uh, horrible on. connection. I was horrible not thinking of that at all. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like, it's had this, you know, the haves versus the have-nots, the rich versus the poor. Neither of them had an ideal living situation. And, you know, they both wanted something better. She wanted to get away from this abusive Ricky dude. He wanted to get away from his crime family. I guess. <laughs> Understandable. His yeah. bookie mum. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and you know, and the whole thing too, living a little. She said that to him. She's like, you need to live a little, you know, wanting to fit in and just give everything a crack. Yeah. I liked that. Pay your phone bill, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would have fixed a lot of problems. <laughs> Someone have a working phone. Yeah. Don't throw the SIM card down the drain. Yeah. For, for 1500 bucks, uh, it's a big scheme to well, throw a whole phone card. Is, he seems <laughs> to at least have a steady-ish job. Like, he, could, he should be getting enough for his phone. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I kind of I, I noted the, the mischief versus danger side of things, so... As, as we talk about with the stakes never feeling yeah. high, it was, it was kind of, and this was part of the charm of the film, was just watching these kids, for lack of a better term, just getting themselves into a bit of mischief. I mean, they blatantly robbed a family, but... <laughs> <laughs> what was with the daughter at that house? So that was one of my... my <laughs> that was, that was strange. My, no, well, let's talk about this, because yeah. my question was, how come the girl said it's in the living room and then just walked away? Yeah. Like and don't let the dog out. So, yeah, don't um, let the dog and, out. And then where was the dog? So obviously something else goes on at that house. Did I miss a payoff with like what was supposed to be in the living room? Then they nah, no, no, they, they, they didn't. They didn't say it or show it. I think it's insinuating that that the dad's not a good guy and he does dodgy things. Yeah, 
<laughs> I was just like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sure. I bet you there's going to be a thing where it's not the briefcase, but there'll be something there. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh no, this bag of drugs isn't for us. Or, okay, cool. <laughs> That's fine then. <laughs> Good. No, all right. So, what do we take from the film? It's poor, poor man's before sunrise. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you should both watch it. I, I, I just thought the movie was fun. Yeah, it was, it was just a fun watch for me. I feel like I've said this a lot lately, but the soundtrack for me was it yeah. worked wonders. So, like, yeah, the I music was great. Right, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, there were stages where, like I said before, there was little di- like very little dialogue, mm. but I liked that. And then you know, just the, the soundtrack kept the film moving nicely. I thought that was good. And I, I think this is the perfect date night film. So I think you could definitely go. No, yeah. Do you think it's a little bit indie for a mainstream date night? Well. I'm, Peter's wife thought it was rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> rubbish. rubbish. What, was, what, what, was what does she word? know about me? No, she's a shit. She said it was shit. shit. She went shit. Okay, language warning on this episode. Wow, we're young. Apologies. No, I think yeah, I think definitely a nice little art housey film for sure. Very yeah, yeah. but it, it is you know if you said hey do you want to come watch this romantic quirky well if you said do you want to come watch this good date night film and you put that on. I reckon a lot of mainstream film audiences would be like, oh, yeah, like that. yeah. Wouldn't say it was a mainstream, no. But I'd much, no. like. It's probably me speaking, but I'd much prefer to sit there and watch a film like this than to all the boys I've loved before. Oh, yeah, me too. Yes, yeah. but I think yeah, that and that's, that's the point that you're yeah. making. I mean, yeah, that's the point you're making. Yeah, but you, you know, three of us can have a date night. Sounds watching good. These sorts of films. Next uh, rom com that comes up, we should watch together. <laughs> I'm up for that. We should do that. Yeah, yeah. we should live stream it. Yeah, record as we go. <laughs> it'll be like Gogglebox. It'll be the, it'll be the, yeah. <laughs> yes. the longest episode you've ever had. We heard. should probably have this conversation off air. <laughs> <laughs> but we should do it. Yeah. All right, I want to talk about my IMDb where I looked up someone on IMDb. So <laughs> you guys both did already. I know, just like the way you said my IMDb, where I looked up someone on IMDb. Yeah, well, I need to make sure people know what IMDb means. It is. Um, that's the main theme of our podcast. So I looked up the Danny guy, Callum Turner, because he looked real familiar to me. Uh, and he plays this small role in Assassin's Creed, the movie. Oh, I don't okay. Know if seen it. He plays his character, Nathan, real small, but that was where I recognized him from. There you go. Yeah. I, I, no, I've, done, done, I've yeah. done mine. Yeah. My, mine was Sam's MJ's. It was yeah. Ali, because I'd, I'd never She's seen really good in Maniac, before. too. She plays Olivia, who's the girl that Jonah Hill has a thing for and worries that his parents paid her to talk to him. Um, but he, she's really good in that too. I, yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on her. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She was very good. I think she's like 22 or something. Or mm, was 22 yeah. when she made this or something? Um, any questions? Um, yeah. So, as if he got on a bus and she caught that bus by running down the street. But that, that's the whole thing of the movie. They've all they've run and they're yeah. always running to where they need to go. I know, but like it's a bit I've, I've been on slow buses and slow trams and whatnot before, <laughs> and you ain't catching it. Nah, it's a, a bit. Far-fetched. I did like the fact that he just kind of quit as soon as she got it. He's like, "That's yours." Yeah, he just left. I was a little bit surprised because I thought it. maybe he just switched to the other side of the bus so he didn't have to look at her. But yeah. when then you see, oh, he's walked off the bus. So I was like, "Oh, okay." I wanted to know. So this was from them. They're like, you know, why do parents give pets that die so young to kids? Um, you know, does it let them be sad about something small before something really sad happens? I never thought about pets like that. I don't think parents go in buying. Oh, we're gonna. I'm gonna buy your goldfish because it's gonna die, and I'm gonna see you upset, and then you'll be more prepared for life after. I have. That. I have a friend who they have. Uh, I guess he's like a one or two year old uh, son, and their dog is like seven or eight already. And they they've already spoken about like I hate the fact that he's gonna be like this really young age where the dog when the dog passes away, and like yeah. it is something that you would think about. It's it's a cool. Well, you need to 
talk to your friends and tell them that, hey, watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's yeah. a good thing. It sets them up for life. This one line <laughs> that you might miss. <laughs> yeah. I might just buy my kid a you know bunch of flowers and watch a die for two days. And be like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about a pet. Who needs a pet? Yeah, because every time you flower, sure about that is really dealing with death. Yeah, That's not sure about like, the attachment that they'll get to the flowers that they would get oh, to a pet. You can sleep with the flowers, put them on their pillow. I don't know. Any, any other question? Very strange. <laughs> yeah, you didn't think that went through. No, <laughs> I didn't have that written down. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, are we ready to wrap this up? Well, the only, like, Hello, did, did my dog bark section. Oh. oh. So I was on really high alert when they said, don't let the dog out. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I'm yeah. like, this is, this is going to have a big payoff, whether it's now, whether it's in five minutes, there's going to be a big dog somewhere. And it never oh, happened. Okay. So the dogs were fine. Good, good. All right, let's wrap it up. We give our films that we discuss a rating out of five and then add them up to work out an overall total. Hita, kick us off. What did you say, I think? Um, so, yeah, as I said, I enjoyed this fi- uh, this movie and I found it a, a fun and easy watch. I uh, <coughs> thought it was a great performance from the two weeds, particularly Grace Van Patten. I thought she was great. Um, it did have some issues kind of with the briefcase for me and, and those kind of plots that we discussed. But overall, uh, it was a pretty decent movie. I give it three. Awesome. Five. What did you give the fundamentals of caring? Fundamentals of caring has got three. Okay. So I, this was better than fundamentals. Oh, sorry, no, uh, the fundamentals of caring was better than this. Better than this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, would you like me to go? Yeah, down? sure. Go for it. Kind of Just do it. I thought it was a cute little film. Um, there was a nice amount of small twists and turns, and whilst I enjoyed the sweet naivety of the characters eventually sparking into a bit of a romance, it was probably the plot that stopped me from truly getting thrust into it. The plot took me away from the relationship and jolted me back into the whole I'm watching a story mode. Two and a half stars. I'm reading what I've written here and I'm worried that this is going to sound horrible based on some of my comments already. So I've gone, I was along for the ride on this one. Pardon the pun. <laughs> yes, because I put effort into that. I was like, "Oh, it's all about riding buses." I like it. I, like I hope it. you got a breeze pun in you somewhere. <laughs> yeah. well. um, I, th- I thought this was just like a nicely made movie. Uh, it was a nice little movie that I didn't know I needed, but I'm glad I did. Uh, perfect casting. Thought it was exceptionally well made. So three and a half out of five for me. So Hita, what does that give us? Out of five, it gives us a three out of five. Ooh, that's not too bad. Three out of five. Good. So uh, we're on social media. We pop a question up every week. This week, the question is, is this the start of something good for Danny and Ellie? To be honest, they're not lasting. Yeah. No, I, I put that because I, I was like thinking, I think Ellie's going to get sick of him very quickly. I think I was thinking this. I, I, for some reason, now you bring that up, I feel I must have been thinking about this after I watched it. So it's a good like, question then. Yeah, true. <laughs> exactly. Question. Yeah, true. Some I mean, people actually, it's a really good are. question. Yeah. I just can't see it lasting. I can't see it lasting either. No. Nah. Me either. Yeah, she'll grow out of him. I don't even reckon they'll make the bus trip. (laughs) (laughs) So, as usual, that'll be on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We are at Flix Forum. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you can find good podcasts. Subscribe. Hit that subscribe button if you can. Download the episodes. Definitely give us five stars. If you've got a chance to rate it, this this means a lot to us. It sure does. Uh, Next week, we are back again for another film. It's 2017, so we're jumping back in time. And I've got a huge cast list for you guys today. It's the, Here we go. the crime film called Small Crimes. Oh, what a surprise. Uh, it's directed by Evan Katz. It stars Nikolai Costa Wilder, who is... I'm excited. He's Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones. Oh, right. Also stars Gary Cole, Molly Parker, Macon Blair. Macon Blair. Macon Blair hey, from... Director of uh, movie, I Don't Feel at Home in This World anymore. anymore. Uh, you got that right? Yes, you got yeah. that right. Well done. Pat Healy. Jackie. Oh, Pat Healy was in... Ah... Um, oh. 
He's definitely in one of the films we've done yeah, as well. Yeah, and the next one's been in a film we've done too, Jackie Weaver. Oh, this is like a, a Netflix <laughs> Wow. Smart. She was in The the Most Hated Woman in America. Yeah. And then oh, Robert no, Forster as well. Wasn't she? No. no I don't, I, I don't think no, we've that seen Jackie Weaver. Jackie Weaver. No, that was... Um, I can't think of her name yeah. now, but it wasn't Jackie Weaver. Was well, I thought it was her, but that's yeah. right. My good. Um, so, no, it wasn't. It was... Yes. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Uh, so, if you can watch that film, yeah, <laughs> get on board. Uh, hopefully, we'll have the cast down pat by then. That's a good cast. It's a very good cast. I'm really excited to watch it. Well, thanks for Melis- Melissa Leo. Melissa Leo, yeah, yeah, Jackie. Yeah, there you go. They're in that. They're in the same movie together, The Fighter. That's oh, why yeah. I've got that's the confusion. True. That's yeah, why right. I've got okay. the yeah. Bang. All right. Redeem myself. Thanks yep. for coming along. Having a good chat. Thanks, boys. See you uh, next week.